weirdos, and welcome to Weird Animal Fact- EXPLICIT A show dedicated to the weird, odd, unusual, gross, and oftentimes disturbing facts about animals. And seeing that we are an explicit show, this podcast is not recommended for youngins, or people with sensitive ears and souls. But if you enjoy learning about animals and you have a sense of humor that is questionable by your peers and loved ones, this podcast is for you. My name is Deidre, and I have been caring for animals for over a decade. I work at a zoo and have picked up the excrement of a countless number of animals. Such as snakes, lizards, frogs, salamanders, tortoises, turtles, birds of prey, birds that are prey, stupid birds, noisy birds, tarantulas, cockroach, millipede, hedgehog, hedgehog tinric, which is not a hedgehog, armadillo, opossum, porcupine, goat, pig, alpaca, horse, cow, various rodents, lagomorphs, that's a rabbit by the way, ferret, skunk, kingajou, kawadi, serval, singing dog, dog, cat, that random daddy long legs that lives in the corner of my room, the stupid overrated dolphin, sloth, and one of my personal favorites, alligator. Now I might be missing a few here and there, but you get the idea. I've cleaned up a lot of shit. But the shit we're talking about today is the Chinese Zodiac, as February 12th is the Chinese New Year. So, Happy New Year! And this year is the year of the ox, which means we'll be talking about oxen. And if you're a child of the 90s in America, that means that when you think of oxen, you think of broken axles and dying of dysentery. But as usual, I will be talking about two animals in today's episode, and the other animal will be last year's Chinese zodiac, which was the rat. Alright, and I know what you're thinking. Rats! Gross! That's why 2020 sucked. But I'm here to tell you, don't blame the rats. They are not to blame. But our stupidity might be. Anyways, let's go ahead and start off on the poorer of two feet in the year of 2020. We all remember it. Oh, too well. Feeling like the lyrics from that Smashing Pumpkins song. Despite all my rage, I am still just a rat in a cage. We were forced to live in isolation with nothing but our dogs, liquor cabinets, and Netflix to keep us sane. And although lab rats have contributed much more to society and human health than you and your pointless dancing TikTok videos have during your quarantine, we can still relate as everyone on this planet can agree that 2020 sucked. But according to the Chinese Zodiac, it isn't because it was the year of the rat. Don't blame the rats! If you were born in 1948, 1960, 1972, 1996, 2008, or 2020, then you were most likely born the year of the rat. And that's a good thing, because in Chinese culture, the rat symbolizes resourcefulness. And seeing that many of us had to do without toilet paper, resourcefulness became the norm. According to certain mythology, the Chinese zodiac became into being when the Jade Emperor, who is thought to be the first god in Chinese culture, announced a rice in honor of his birthday. Since it was his birthday, after all, he thought, what better to do than to have all of the animals race for my entertainment? And all animals on Earth came to this race, including the fictional dragon animal. Now, I don't know if the unicorn or werewolf made an appearance, but I would like to think so. 
However, though, only the top 12 finishers would be crowned winners. Why 12? Well, it has something to do with Jupiter. In fact, it takes Jupiter about 12 years, 12 Earth years, to orbit the Sun. Yet, unlike the Western Zodiac, you know, Aries, Sagittarius, Leo, Aquarius, it's the age of Aquarius, which is based on solar cycle, the Chinese Zodiac is based on the lunar cycle. And then it also gets like very detailed and complicated. And this is the stuff that I'm not going to be getting into because this is an animal podcast, not an astrology or fortune telling podcast. That is, if you believe in that sort of thing, even though there isn't real science to back it up. Anyways, let's get back to the story. The race took off and the first 12 through the gates will be crowned champion. But wait, there's a river just before the finish line. Rat stood at the water's edge, pondering, how do I cross this? Then, in comes the ox, who was kind and allowed Rat to ride on his head as ox swam across the river. Then, just before the finish line, Rat popped off of ox's head and won! Because of their resourcefulness, or cheating motherfucker, the rat is the first animal in the 12-year cycle of the Chinese Zodiac. And in case you're wondering, which I'm sure you are, here is the order of victors from first to last. And when I say last, I mean 12th, as I'm not about to go through every single animal on the planet just to entertain you. As we just mentioned, the first animal was the rat, followed by the ox, then the tiger, rabbit, dragon. And I don't know how a dragon who can fly got fifth, seeing that it's a flying mythical creature. And where the hell is the Perkin Falcon in all of this? I think they would have placed. Also, this race does not seem fair to all of the animals on, on the planet, such as the aquatic animals as the race started on land, and most fish can't even breathe air. Like, did they even know about this race? Anyways, next was the snake, only because the Jade Emperor was going to give that spot to the dragon sun, but since the dragon sun didn't bother showing up and the snake kind of looks like a dragon, the snake got the sixth place. Then after that was the horse, followed by the goat, then the monkey, rooster, dog, and pig took 12th place. When reading up on the rat story, you will find that, apparently, the rat and the cat were best buds. We're the best of friends. And depending on what you believe, either the rat didn't bother telling the cat about the race, and so the cat overslept like the teenager on a weekend who then showed up to the finish line an entire day late and then was teased for affinity, or both the rat and the cat took the joyride on the ox's head, but just before the shoreline, the rat was a dick and shoved the cat into the water so the cat didn't even place. And since then, they have been mortal enemies. I don't really like either of these stories, as it makes the rat out to be a scheming little bitch, when in reality, rats are some of the smartest animals in the world. Plus, they're super cute. Cats are the dicks. Although perhaps they are just holding on to that grudge through repressed rage and now walks around like it doesn't bother them at all, when deep down inside that's all they're ever thinking about. Oh, poor kitty. I guess in the long run, though, the cat got the last laugh, as they are now making bank off of their Hello Kitty royalties. <laughs> Given all the hullabaloo that we experienced in 2020, the rat really was the best suited animal to handle the year. Chinese culture describes the rat as clever and quick thinking, and in actuality, rats are all of those things. Most people consider rats to be pests 
Why? Because they are so fucking good at adapting and surviving. That's why. That means when the pest control dude comes to your house, sets a trap, and then they come back the next day to check it, they see nothing has changed about that trap besides the fact that the food is somehow missing. That's the rat's smart-ass brain going to work. Rats are so smart that they can play basketball. Like, seriously, I have trained rats to do this. Yeah, rats can play basketball. Now, they're no LeBron James or Michael Jordan, but they can play basketball. In Africa, Gambian pouch rats, which are giant adorable rats, are trained to sniff out landmines. That's how good their sense of smell is. Like, so just like how dogs are trained to sniff out diseases, rats can also do that, by the way, and so much more. Seeing that rats aren't the fat body bones of humans, the rats are set along a patch of land and they go back and forth sniffing to detect landmines that are left over from war. And they don't set them off because they're so tiny. Well, they're tiny in comparison to humans, but compared to like the normal rat, like the fancy rat, real species by the way, they're actually kind of big, the pouch rats. And these Gambian pouch rats, they save lives, like human lives. These rats are so amazing, they have even won awards. Like, what have you ever won? And whatever you won, was it for saving multiple lives? Like, face it, rats have better lives than us. Like, look at that pizza rat from New York City in the subway with that giant slice of pizza he carried away. He was living his best life. Or she, it could have been a girl. A rat can do whatever they want. Plus, they have made their way all over the world. And I know some would claim that this would be like invading the world, but that's what Columbus did and hardly anyone made a fuss about it until recently when we started to open our eyes. And now since your eyes are open, we need to look at the wonder of rats. Rats are also a great first pet for kids. See, unlike hamsters who, even though they are also rodents, they don't show the same affection towards people as rats do. Also, rats are not that long commitment as like a turtle or even a dog, as they only live a few years. And in that short time, if you show love to that rat, that rat will show you love in return and will become your child's best friend. And if that didn't convince you, let me tell you this. Rats like to be tickled and will even laugh. But like the laugh is like a cute little rat giggle that's too high for us even here. Very unlike that loud, obnoxious goose laugh of your mother-in-law. In the wild, rats play a huge and important role in the environment. After all, just like the MCU, everything is connected. Starting on the sadder side, uh, rats are actually a good food source. Well, for other animals, that is, not us. I've never eaten a rat, but apparently in some countries they do. But without rats, there would be less owls. And owls are fucking awesome. Even though they are kind of dumb. But not as dumb as a pigeon. At least owls are like fierce predators. What the fuck do pigeons do aside from take a shit on your windshield? Rats, on the other hand, do more than just provide a quick meal for flyby predators. They are also seed dispersers. And that's important because seeds are kind of like sperm. No, no wait. Uh, <laughs> seeds are like eggs. Bees are kind of like the sperm. Fun fact, in high school, my biology teacher had us all watch a movie called Sexual Encounters of the Floral Kind. It was about plant sex. 
Oh, maybe I'll do a special weird plant facts episode. Ooh. Let me know if you'd be interested. Anyways, back to animals. You know you're friends with those big beards, and they always have food in them because they're kind of slobs? Well, rats are kind of like that. And considering that rats eat seeds, every time they eat, they don't necessarily get all those seeds in their mouth, so all the leftover seeds, instead of getting in their beard like your gross bearded man friend, those seeds will fall to the ground. And when they fall to the ground, they can grow new plants. An alternate use of the seed is what the rat's body does to it. After absorption into the body, the rat will then deliver a pre-fertilized package. We call that poop. And as you green thumbs out there know, fertilization is important for plant growth. So if you find rat turds in your garden, that's a good thing. I mean, only if there's still plants in your garden and the rats aren't eating your plants. Then that's good. Fun fact, my mom was born the year of the rat, and I'm a dragon, and according to Chinese zodiac compatibility, the rat and the dragon get each other, and live very happy and successful lives together. That's probably why I get along so well with my mommy. Hi mom, and happy birthday! Another animal the rat is compatible with is, no surprise, the ox. Transition, transition, transition song. Going from one topic to the next. So that we don't have any awkward silence. Transition, transition, transition song. Looking back at the Chinese zodiac race, one may think that the ox would find themselves angry and bitter after being outwitted by the rat. But not the ox. According to another Chinese myth, the ox used to be a bit of an airhead. The Jade Emperor, you remember him, he's the god guy from the story earlier. Anyways, the Jade Emperor asked ox to go to Earth and plant grass, as apparently China was ugly back then. It's beautiful now. Like a kid adding the entire bag of marshmallows to their hot chocolate, the ox got a bit too carried away, and grass grew everywhere. Not that kind of grass, you piehead. And because of his carelessness, the Jade Emperor gave the ox a roundhouse kick to the lip and sentenced the ox to live on Earth with the humans, eat grass, and work for the farmers. Oh, by the way, that roundhouse kick is said to be why ox don't have any front teeth. This is China! But instead of becoming bitter and cursing Jade, Ox went to work into correcting his overplanting and has since become the symbol for diligence and honesty. That swift kick that knocked out the ox's teeth might have been what humbled him. So the moral of the story is if someone you love fucks up, just knock out their teeth. No wait. No don't don't hit anyone. I mean, unless they're asking for it. No, I mean just just be nice. I mean, the Jade Emperor kind of sounds like a dick to me, but at least the ox was the bigger person. Animal. Bo bovine. That's one fun bovine. The ox was able to look past not only its own mistakes, but also the Jade's abuse. We don't live in ancient magical China. This is modern time. If that story took place in today's world, I'm pretty sure Jade would be in prison. In China, oxen are called cattle 
And the most common cattle of the day is the yellow cattle. A descendant of the Turin. It's a, anyways, whatever, however you say that word, T-A-U-R-I-N-E. You can say it. Anyways, it's a humpless cattle. And this humpless cattle was thought to originate from Europe. The other common cattle is a descendant of the humped zebu from Southern Asia. And a zebu is a badass-looking cow that looks like it has an Igor-worthy hump on its upper back. Fun fact, the hump of the zebu functions the same as a camel's hump. Double fun fact, camel's humps are not filled with water. That's a lie! It's filled with fat. Original fun fact, zebu's humps are also made of fat. That means fat is very good. Fat is a new thin. Cattle is very important, not just to China, but the world. You ever heard of the phrase, holy cow? In India and Hindu culture, cows are considered to be sacred symbols of life, which I agree with as cows are tasty and delicious, as is their milk. However, many Hindus are vegetarian and don't eat cows or their mood juice because of that. So, but I like cows. But if somebody made me choose between the meat of a cow and the milk of a cow, I think I'd go with the cow milk. Sour cream, cheese, ice cream, ranch dressing, butter. Dairy is life, and cow dairy is supreme, as every time I eat goat cheese, I feel like I just suckled at a goat's udder. <laughs> I'd rather eat goat meat and drink cow milk. But if I get to decide which animal to eat, I would pick poultry and pork over cow and goat easily. I love bacon, and birds don't just belong in the sky, they also belong in my belly. If you will recall the white-tailed deer and muntjac episode, you will remember ruminants. You know, four-chamber stomachs. And cows and oxen are also ruminants. As a reminder, hooved ruminants chew and swallow grasses, regurgitate it back up into the mouth for further mastication, swallow it again for fermentation. And that regurgitation part is called cud. Think of cud like ABC gum. Already been chewed. And due to all this chewing and the fermentation, cows and other ruminants are like your lactose intolerant friend who gets one speck of dairy and is then producing enough gas to power a Mini Cooper. Well, maybe, I don't know. I didn't do the math, but I think you get the joke. <laughs> Laugh away, because it was so funny. Cows not only fart, a lot, but they also burp, a lot. Just like you, when you shotgun that beer too quickly and the carbonation builds up in your belly, so hopefully only a burp comes up, since as humans, chewing our regurgitation is frowned upon. But you know, sometimes you can swallow it without anybody noticing. You know, if it's tiny enough. Fun fact, cows produce 30 to 50 quarts of gas per hour. That's between 8 and 12 gallons per hour. Sad fact. Cattle and other livestock are responsible for nearly 15% of our global greenhouse gases. And India, ironically, has the largest population of cattle. But that's only because most of them are vegetarian, so their cows live longer. This then brings up the argument, which is better? To eat a cow or not eat the cow? That is the question. 
Should we all give up meat and just accept the fact that the Impossible Burgers are now the new beef? But if I stop eating meat, my body won't be able to produce enough energy for me to function and then I can pass out. I need to eat. I suppose if it's just the protein that's important, bugs have lots and don't really contribute to global warming as dramatically as cows do. A cricket burger. I don't know. Would it taste the same? Or am I just habituated to think cows taste better because I grew up with it? I'm sure if my parents fed me nothing but eggs, then I'd love the taste of eggs. And I hate the taste of eggs. Unless it's in a cookie. In fact, I'll complain every bite I have to take if I'm just eating eggs. If this is what it takes to keep me alive, fine. I'll eat the damn egg, but I'm not happy about it. There's a reason his name is Cookie Monster and not Egg Monster. Cookies are life. And then you can dunk those cookies into cow milk. And I think I just took myself into a circle. Alright. Anyways, cows are awesome. Moo. Apparently, Burger King has reduced the farts of cows that they murder for you to enjoy by feeding them lemongrass. So basically what they're thinking is that less farts from the cows equal less greenhouse gases. But according to a top-notch cow scientist from UC Davis, so he knows his fucking shit, he says that it's the burps that are the real problem, not the farts. Making Burger King's attempt at saving the planet nothing more than bells and whistles to sell more burgers. Well, at least they sell an impossible burger, right? That makes up for it. Whether you love burgers or not, or live off of tofu or beef, I think we can all agree and value the importance of cattle. Oxen are the hard-working animals that help farmers tend to the crops we eat, and cows provide us with the miracle of dairy products and beef. They're also really cute. So whatever your Chinese zodiac is, whether that be a rat, ox, tiger, what have you, we all have an animal, even if it's a made-up flying lizard beast. Meaning, we all have a reason to love animals, even if that love is shoving their barbecued seasoned body into your mouths. And now it's time for... Scientific names are hard. And we'll be doing four different animals. Well, two are rats and two are oxen or cattle, if you will, since they're all kind of the same thing. So I asked my roommate Emily to write these down on a scientific paper. On a scientific paper? No, I asked to write the scientific names on a sheet of paper that I did not read until this moment because I'm not very good at reading scientific names. I mean, I think I'm good at it. I'm just not accurate. So we're going to start with the rats. And we're going to start with the fancy rat. And the fancy rat is the domesticated rat. So, open this up. Ratus norvindicus domestica. Ratus. Whatever that Missy Elliott song is. Or ratatas. I actually kind of remember this because in Pokemon, there's ratatatat, and that's kind of like their scientific name. Ratus. Ratus. Other than fancy rat is... Ratus norvegicus, vegicus, vegicus, domestica. And that one I'm pretty sure because fancy rats are also known as Norway rats. Even though they're not really from Norway. Fun facts. Anyways, moving on to our Gambian pouched rat. Remember, these are the cool rats in Africa that sniff out landmines. So they're the really cool, cute, big ones. Hmm. <laughs> Cricket. Cricotomies, Cricotomies, Gambianus. Cricotomies, Cricotomies, Gambianus. 
Moving on to cattle now. It's a double feature picture show. We're gonna start with a yellow cow. Now the yellow cow is the most common cow you find in China. And I'm pretty sure Emily had a hard time finding this since they've been domesticated for so long. So who knows what humans did to the scientific name? Probably didn't exist. <laughs> she literally just wrote nope in it. Um, so yellow cows are, I don't know, I don't know. But we have the zebu and the zebu has a scientific name as I'm pretty sure some of the yellow cows are descendants of zebus as well as the European cattle. Aha! The zebu does have a scientific name. Busterius indicus. Busterius indicus. Busterius indicus. And that, ladies and gentlemen, have been the scientific names for the Chinese New Year. What, 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 what? If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and rate the show so that other learners can learn because learning will save the world. So that means if you rate this and give it a positive rating or a positive review, other people will see it and find the podcast and they can learn too. And if more learning takes place, the more animals we can save. So thank you for saving the world and saving animals. That's on you, people. Give yourself a round of applause. Also, if you want to know what these animals look like, follow us on Instagram at WAF Podcast. And just like that bomb-sniffing rat and the farting of cows, Stay weird. <laughs>